At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Three, two, 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 two. Two, 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 two. All right, say we back at it. All right, we back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. We are ending 2017, man, going into 2018. One hell of a year. I was actually thinking before we started how when we started kind of doing the podcast route like this. You wasn't fucking with it. No, I wasn't fucking with it. I already told you. But we were ending or just starting 2017. I think we ended 2016 because yeah. our, our first episode was Ab Soul. And at really? That, yeah, that app, that episode we were talking about goals that we have for 2017 um, going into this year, and I honestly can't remember the goals that we had, but I just remember that was like the first start of like, all right, we got to get this shit going. We got to make sure we're consistent with it. I think we did a great job. You know what I'm saying? I think I did a great job. Well, fuck your job. <laughs> I think I did a great job. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, for going into 2018, I think goals should definitely be not driving our vehicles into gas stations. Fuck you. And uh, <laughs> all right, so before we started, I was sharing with Head that we had to be at the station hella early this morning. Uh, we're at iHeart recording and shit, but had to be at the station hella early. And <laughs> I can't believe this shit happened. So I get gas and. Jump out of the car real quick, cause you know it's hella early. The my windows are is it defrosted? Yeah. I go out to get the window. The, the squeegee. It's called squeegee. A squeegee. The so window. Wipe thing. the window down, and I I turn around to go to my car to wipe my shit down, and my car is heading towards truck. My truck. Let me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a, a big ass truck. That motherfucker got a Hemi. Yeah. Is going towards the fucking gas station. I bail so fast. I ain't never. I haven't ran this fast. I want to say in the good since probably high school. Mm-hmm. Take the fuck off. Luck. Thankfully, I jumped in my shit right before it smashed into the gas station. It was so close that the 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 convenience store doors like opened up. My shit almost ran. Wait, all wait, the way. wait. Oh, yes. so the truck? The yeah, yeah, truck, yeah. <laughs> Your truck. Activated the sliding doors at the convenience store. My nigga, I was two feet away from smashing the whole door in. So how was you gonna pay for that? That's exactly what I and the the here's the fucked up part about it. I was happy because some direct deposit just got into my account. So I'm like, cool, I got money to get Wait, gas this morning. Yeah, no, 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 no. Some other shit. Oh, okay. Other shit. <laughs> I was like, we didn't get paid. It's today. Not till Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but when y'all hear this, yeah. <laughs> That's, that, that's another director. So some money it just came because you know Christmas fucked me basically. Yeah. yeah. So I'm happy. I'm like, whoo! I got. I actually got gas money to get to to get to work this morning. Cool. And I got a little more change to pay this. Okay. I'm happy about that. Yeah. All you I can think of was your like life. that shit was about to be gone and so much more. And sober Chuck. And this is sober Chuck. This Chuck is- has been sober for a year and a half. And Sober Chuck is just, yeah, just as negligent as fucking drunk. You almost fucked up the convenience store. What, now, tell me this. The people that work in the convenience store, what nationality were they? 
I couldn't tell. They were brown. <laughs> you know what nationality they, they were? I don't know. I don't know. You ram your truck into it? Nah, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go that route. Oh. I wouldn't even go right. I wouldn't go that route because where I stay at is, you know, it is different. It's different. <laughs> so be anybody. But all I know, the motherfucker in there wasn't even paying attention. Like I, 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 I back up because I'm hella embarrassed at this point. First of all, I'm thankful that I didn't smash the shit. So I back up and I'm like, damn, did anybody see me? There's another car getting gas. They not paying attention. And I look up. There's the teller or whoever, the attendant, the gas station attendant. You know, I was like a little plexi, glass or whatever. Yeah, bulletproof. Yeah. I'm looking to see if he sees that I almost smashed into the shit. He's just like he on his phone. Even, he on his phone doing something else. He don't even know that I almost smashed into that shit. Hey man, listen, he's probably setting up that back, you know what I mean, that good oop for after work. But um, so yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's that's how my twenty seven that's how my twenty seventeen is ending. Um, yeah, just a lot a lot of shit's been going on. How was your Christmas? Hey, Christmas was dope. I think that um You did some stellar shit, first and foremost. What did I do? You nigga, you got in and out of fucking Target. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I didn't fifteen start, minutes. I didn't start Christmas shopping until Christmas Eve at eight p.m. Which is that's when I started Christmas shopping. You don't do that shit. You don't do that shit in general. But in L.A., that's even. I hate Christmas shopping. Okay, let me tell you. I'm gonna tell you some real shit. I mean, we're gonna touch on this too because yes, I did go into Target at eight p.m. on Christmas Eve to start my Christmas shopping. I knocked all my shit out in twenty two, no, eighteen minutes. So flat. L- l- let's for the record, you got all gift cards. No, I didn't. Okay, so I now, actually got now, some shit. Now this is more interesting because that's one thing I want to talk about. I was like, he probably just got like five gift cards. Nah, I got I got about four gift cards, but okay, on top of. Some on top shit. of some other shit I was in there getting. Now, are you just rushing this or, or is this like thought thought out? Like, oh, nah, okay, I went in there with a game plan. I went in there like, all right, okay. you know what I'm saying? She need that. Gotcha. He gotcha. need that. And it's you all know, at Target. All at, You can get everything of course, at Target. Of course, of course, of course. So salute to Target. You know, Walmart too far away from the crib, so I wasn't fucking with them. And Walmart is a little, it's a little, it's another beast. Yeah. It's way more of a beast. Especially like. There. I ain't even finna get into that. Don't but do that. yeah, don't I ain't do gonna that. do that. But I do want to touch up talk about this that you brought up the Christmas shopping. Uh Christmas was good. Got to see the whole family. Um they oh, paramedics came, took my grandma to the hospital. Um, so yeah, there was that. Right in the middle of fucking dinner, dog. So we blessed the food. You know what I'm saying? We blessed the food. And right after we blessed the food, I'm making my plate. I'm going, I'm hungry. I gotta I'm get back in. to right, right. I gotta get get this food so I can get back to the radio station. Next thing I know, I'm sitting out in the I'm sitting in the garage eating my eating my food, and I hear sirens. They like, yeah, they called the uh, paramedics for your grandma. I'm like, well, what's wrong with grandma? She, I just left her in there. She's she fine. Cool. She she been she in there hunched over, talking about she this and she that, and it's like, bro, like, wait, this the one to be talking shit? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Wow. And my grandma legally blind, so you know we got to help her do this and help her do that, and it's that's not a problem. Here's the problem: my grandma raises all kind of hell. She don't give no breaks, and she don't have no fucking chill right, right, at all. Right. She always talking shit to the nurses, to the doctors that be trying to help her. Anybody. Ma'am, right. you have any pending medical conditions? Of course I do. Don't it look like it? <laughs> Grandma, they trying to help you. you I'm like, you got to calm the fuck right down, now. dog. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so that was my Christmas, but I do want to talk about this. Wait, is she okay? Yeah, she, 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 my grandma go through all kind of shit. Okay. She fell yeah. out the bed last week and broke five ribs. No, the fuck, dog. On, on everything. <laughs> like, before listen, Christmas. Yeah, before, yeah, like last week, week before Christmas. She, she fell out the bed. Is she currently in the hospital right now? No, nah, she got out. She be checking herself out. I'm t- she, t- she, t- <laughs> she Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> my grandma Tupac, dog. Wow. <laughs> She she don't give a fuck. 
You know what I'm saying? So took five ribs. This my eye, my bad. Yeah. So anyway, I do want to talk about this. Um, that was my Christmas. So I really don't like holidays. Why not? I come to the conclusion that in my old age, I don't really give a fuck about holidays. You know what? I'm not. I'm. I'm over Christmas. I'm over the trees and the flocking and the in the lights and the fucking. I'm wreaths. over the bullshit around the holidays in terms of. I feel you. Okay, that's what it is. Then. I'm over the bullshit. The I don't bullshit. Mind, I don't mind spending time with family. I don't even mind making people happy with the gifts. But when it becomes when I become stressed out because I have to do that shit, yeah, that's the shit I don't like. But that's don't, what I'm saying. Like. You. As far as I like that, I like what it symbolizes. Thanksgiving, we all know some bullshit. Right. They came over here genocidally, whatever the fucking word gotcha, is, gotcha, gotcha. genocide and killed a bunch of Native Americans. Right. That's the symbolism for Thanksgiving is you get get together and give thanks bunch amongst your family and friends gotcha. and loved ones and whatnot. Christmas, same shit. I fuck with that. I don't like the bullshit that comes along. That with comes it. along with holidays. Like right now, we got what well, we got New Year and then we got Valentine's Day coming around. Right. The, I, that's some bullshit. That's true. It's some bullshit. Some that that motherfucker is being marketed to, and I'm not with it. Right. I'm I mean, not participating. Ain't nobody gonna be my Valentine. I'm not finna do nothing extra. I'm not gonna and buy here's no. The, here's the crazy part about it. You not married. That's because I'm smart. No, but I'm, no, it's not because you're smart. That's not it. I'm just my thing. My my point is, you you you're not being marketed to because you're not in the market for that. No, I'm being marketed to constantly. How so? Because even when we be on the radio, oh, make sure you tell people. Make you know it's Christmas. We got to say Merry Christmas on air and shit like that. And that's cool. But I mean, what if it's what if I don't want to say that shit? Right. Like, no, what I, if I don't want to say Happy Valentine's Day on the radio? I give you that. I mean, you don't technically have to. You don't technically have to. Yeah, but but then you no no that's that's different than having to get a gift for somebody. Well, you don't have to do that either. You, I don't have to. You choose to participate. No, I, I definitely choose to. I mean, that's that's that goes without saying. But I choose to do it throughout the year. Like I choose to do that because I know that in my relationship, being married, like that's. I want to make my wife happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you can make her happy on the 13th it's, and the 15th. That's my point. Why that's is my the point. 14th? That's my point. That's why I don't deal with the fluffy shit around that. What I'm saying is you, you, you're not obligated to do it, and you don't have that pressure of doing that shit. I do. Yeah. Right? Christmas. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Thanks, Thanksgiving, Christmas, from, from a family. Well, yeah, because you be doing Matter of fact, I Chuck, got, you be doing some bullshit. Hold on. You be wearing them fucked up sweaters and shit. Hey, that's that, the motherfucker sweaters fly. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't mind doing the onesies on Christmas. I like I like that shit. I like that shit. My thing is financially fucking breaking myself because of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But what my point is, you got you got that you got Thanksgiving. You got first of all, and I'm specific, specifically speaking on my situation cuz my wife, she loves fucking Halloween. Oh so there's Halloween. Halloween's the most ridiculous fucking holiday. Where we have Multiple families within our own families that we like. My mom's spot is a spot that we typically go to, but her mom's they go over there, they go over to her uncle's house. They, there's multiple spots that we go to, so there's that. Then there's Christmas. Then her birthday is in January. Oh. Then you got uh, Valentine's Day. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that I'm complaining about either. What I'm saying is that you think you got it bad, but. Screaming happy holidays and oh, you know, the love that pocket. It's totally different. <laughs> totally well, I mean, I'd be having to buy shit for my mom and my be- my brother and my sister. And and what make it most what make it more ridiculous is my sister's birthday is the twenty third of Cri- December. Oh, so you so you do have to deal with that. Her you birthday got, is two days so before you, Christmas. Do you combine the two? 
Nah, she be wanting to double up. Oh, so you have to get. And it's like, bro, like, and I don't understand that. the birthday shit either. Right. I think that's a sham. Why am I celebrating you for your fucking birthday? I should be celebrating your mom because you, <laughs> you didn't. It wasn't like you was in your. It, it ain't like you was in your mom's womb. And you was like, you know what? I like October twenty fifth. I'm, I'm gonna select that. Day. I'm gonna fuck oh, with I'm that. Come out then. I'm gonna fuck with. It. I'm gonna be a so Libra. So if let's just say let's just okay hypothetically, if people can choose their day, do you think they should be celebrated that day? No. I just posted it. I don't like birthdays like that. I I agree that every day you should celebrate life. I agree that once a year, the day comes around that you celebrate life. Okay, cool. But I just posted this on my Instagram. These motherfuckers who be celebrating their birthday all goddamn month need to knock it off. <laughs> your birthday, December 1st, you talking about, yeah, it's my birthday month. It's the 17th. We still doing shit for your birthday. You got me fucked up. How's that different than celebrating life every day? Because y'all don't got to participate. You don't have to participate in your. Oh birthday. no, people be want throwing uh, sleepovers, get together. You don't have to go. No, I know that, but they always bugging you with it. I know somebody specifically mm -hmm. who throws something every fucking weekend for the whole month of October. Like it ain't your birthday the whole month of October, dog. You got me just like slow the fuck down and stop celebrating your birthday. What if they're making all it available for the people that can maybe? Maybe you can't make it on. Let's say. Let's then say I'm done. I can't make it. Listen. What if you exactly? You can't make it on the first, but I mean, you might be able to make it on the fifteenth. Then everything should be like that. Then I mean, you got to throw thirty weddings. That don't make sense. Exactly. That's none of this shit makes sense either. If I miss your wedding day, I miss it, right? Gotcha. You're not gonna do a makeup wedding next weekend. Or no, no. That's why. That's why some people do bachelor parties. That's why there's certain things like with our wedding. We we had hey, you know what? We can't invite everybody, but you can come party with us after the fact. You may not. Or or if you want to come, not with some people. We had that option that you actually come to the ceremony, or you know what I'm saying. So we make certain things available. You don't have to have. 25 different celebrations, but within that celebration, there might be certain things that you That's can all attend. still the same day, though. Or it's around. No, the, the, it's the, not for a month. That's no, what I'm saying. That's excessive. Yes, it is. Think about it. When you get married. Say you I'm have, getting married on December, on Christmas. Okay, so you have you have an engagement party, right? Well, regular people do. I, I don't so, want to have I'm, Hypothetically, we're throwing okay. it out. You have an engagement party, which is months before or whatever. Then you have... The, the bachelor party, and in, in a girl's case, they had the bridal shower, too. That's bullshit, too. So I'm saying, like, there's different occasions for people that may or may not be able to make it. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck you that. Got, then you got the actual ceremony and the 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 reception. And in some cases, some people do destination. Wet, like, there's all kinds of shit. Shout out to do. Spicy Mati. Oh, yeah, shout out to Spicy Mati. She Mati, just got man. married in Jamaica and expected me to be there. I wasn't fucking with that. I don't go to weddings. I fuck with you, Spicy Mati, but I wasn't fucking with Jamaica. I would want to go, but I ain't fucking with the. I can't. I, can't I don't do go that. to weddings when they in the IE. That's true. If you if you get married in Moreno Valley, no, hey, I'm probably not fucking key. with you. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason this nigga came to my wedding is because he had the DJ. I had the DJ. <laughs> I don't like weddings, dog. Stop inviting me to your wedding. I don't want to go to your baby shop. I was just talking and, to Debbie Dev about this shit yesterday. And if you go, you not gonna dress up i'm not dressing up <laughs> i'm not finna put on no tie right They're like that's the thing about yeah. people <laughs> i hate people dog they be like they be like look i'm doing some shit but you gotta you gotta put hella effort into it it's like this is your, your shit. shit right right why i gotta do all the work for your shit so not only do you not want to celebrate them you don't want to participate in the bullshit either way if I can come as I am, cool. Like if I like I can't I come to work every day, sweats and a hoodie or some okay. jeans. So if I could just pull up after work on my way to the crib, right. I ain't gotta go to Malibu okay. or fucking That's I, fine. That's fine. So it's not it's not this it's not being celebrated, it's being No, you got people make it inconvenient for you to, okay. to participate. So hypothetically speaking, if I'm celebrating my birthday all month and it's super convenient for you to go, 
Are you going no. every, to every single no. event? So it, why? Why? Because that's that's too much. Why? If it's convenient, if if you had it, you know, I see you on Snapchat and Instagram. I'm like, hey, pull up to the crib. You know, we we got whatever. We got well, your food. crib we got out food. the way. Hey, we got food. You got food? Exactly. We making it convenient. Well, if you got food, I'm probably I'll go anywhere. There's food in all the in all, in most cases where people are celebrating. There's gonna be food there. Then if I don't have no, you don't if, you don't drink, you don't smoke, so that's not gonna encourage you. No, You're if there's go like, if there's good food, like if your wife is cooking, I'll pull up probably. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I won't come every day because I'm gonna pack enough for two three days. <laughs> but <laughs> but, You're but, but but every four every four four five days, yeah. I'm pulling up. Oh my god! I'm not fucking with that every day all day celebrating your birthday all month. That shit whack. Like, miss me with the bullshit. Ain't that much celebrating in the world. True. All right, well, speaking of everyday, man, everyday struggle. I don't know if you've been seeing it. Well, I know you've been seeing it. We've been kind of like just witnessing the meltdown of everyday struggle <laughs> ever since Joe Budden has not re-upped his contract, or if he technically got fired. Um, I already just walked away because they couldn't come to agreement with his contract. Which makes sense. I feel like everybody knows that show because of Joe Budden. I agree. They, they come to the show for that. And I agree. For, he's the the Charlemagne of that show, if you want to put it in all that that kind of context, right? Okay. Um, not to say that, that people don't fuck with The Breakfast Club uh, without Charlemagne, but obviously there's a big audience that goes to that for the, for that. You know, you have your, your particular people that go there for that. Mm -hmm. You have you have academics' audience that probably goes there as well, but yeah. for the most part, they, they there to love or hate Joe. Well, I think like, any stellar you have Joe is a stellar personality. Very true. He's he's very he's very captivating. He's very um, charismatic, and I think that as a personality, he's far better than than I. I never really got into his music anyway, so I like the Joe Budden as a personality anyway. And I think that most people are gravitate gravitate towards Joe as a personality in the sense that he has an opinion. His opinion matters. It's so important. I was just talking to shout out to uh, Noel Noel about this uh, before, and Who's I walked. It's not important. Okay. Um, one of the homegirls. Okay. Shout out to her. Um, she's an iHeart, a big wig. Okay. Um, so anyway, she pulled me in a room one day and she told she she was like, you know what? I'm so glad that you have an opinion. Mm. And I was like, what you oh, mean? Oh, I know you. Okay. I was like, what you mean? She's like, I'm just so thankful that you have an opinion. Like, it's so many personalities out here with no opinion on anything, That's and true. it is just and it's just tiresome. Like, you can only you know talk about you know, a, a new car or a new song so much before you have an opinion about something. Now, do you think that's on the personality or do you think that's around the corporate I think structure? It's, I think in general. It, it, I think because you, you got you to gotta think about this, too. And just being in radio, I know how it is, and I know that some people in TV go through this, too. You have, And not even, not even we can even take it outside of, of the, the media. We can take it even with education, right? My sister's a teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, she's probably beyond that now. But like, I, I know people in the different educational field, and I know people that really want to make a fucking difference in education. Just yeah. like there's personalities that really want to, whether they're DJs that want to play music or voice their opinions about certain things, and you have the corporate structure that yeah. has their limitations on what you can and can't say. Yeah. So that hinders somebody's personality from really growing outside of that bubble. Yes and no. I mean, you build your own platform like we did. That's very true. That's saying you 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 can go that route, right? Yeah. But in most cases, people that are in there, like when you think of personalities, you think of people that work for uh, different media corporations, big corporations that don't have that don't have their own thing outside of what it is. Yeah. So, for 
the majority of people, just in general, that's what they're dealing with. I agree with you, but I also think that there's ways, you have to find creative ways to have an outlet in general. I remember, I mean, that's the reason why Joe is who he is, because he created his own outlet. He didn't, he's never, He. I mean, not never, he's done radio and stuff in the past, but his platform comes, It the basis of it from his podcast. True. That's the basis of Joe Budden. Well, I mean, yeah, and before he was doing it, he was getting on live. I, I forgot what it was. It wasn't Ustream. It was, uh, what was the thing? Because he, he low-key was doing everything that you're seeing now in terms of, like, um, social media, streaming. Like, he was doing that before. Re- that's what it is, reality television. Yeah. He was doing that on his own with, I forgot, what was the what was the name of the platform? It was before, it was, it was at the same time or before Ustream. In, anyway, he was showcasing his life, like, on the road, um, behind-the-scenes shit. Oh. And that's where, that's where his personality developed, because prior to that, he was pumping up Joe. I agree. People didn't know, they knew him as a rapper, but they didn't dive into his personality until he started doing that shit. He got into it with, uh, was it Method Man and, and Ghostface over his opinions on some shit. I, yeah. I forgot, but, like, it all stemmed from taking his own thing which was and that's my point was right i got so, you so so my point is even if like we 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 shackled a lot yeah. at the radio station we can't say what we want to say and you know, i get in trouble a lot of times for saying shit that i'm not supposed to be saying but that's what that's the purpose of having your own platform gotcha. and and if you don't have it create it and if you don't if you can't create it there's plenty like gary v say it's plenty right. of platforms out right. here soundcloud anchor yep it's all these different it's ways it's up to you to actually it's up to you to actually it. implement and get it going so that i don't really i don't feel bad for people like that and i remember one time i was talking to charlamagne and he told me because i was going through that where I, I was going through a phase where it's like fuck i got all these opinions and i got i got a lot to say and he was like bro you gotta you gotta create your own platform mm. like just just being able to do to to talk do talk breaks on the radio is not enough you need your own way to express to exactly and have an opinion about whatever is going if on they only hear you that way there is limited on your opinion that they actually hear yeah so i think that you're right i think a lot of people do go to everyday struggle for joe Budden. i don't really know what's going on with that shit but i definitely don't go to it for academics and um i don't really know him and the only th- I, I really and i notice a lot of people have a problem with dj academics the only problem like i said this in the group chat the only problem i really might have with academics is I don't know that he's a DJ. Mm. And as a DJ, which you know, before right. I even took the name DJ, I didn't even change my name to DJ Head until I felt like I earned 100% it. 100% studied the craft and really, yeah. So, I mean, that that would literally be my only critique about about academics. I don't know him like that. Right. I know people that know him. Like, pe- we know mutual people. Right. And I don't know that he's actually a DJ. I haven't looked it up either. So, I don't know. Okay. I mean, but yeah, and I think that's the same reason why people go there too. They either love or hate academics, and they go for, they go. They why go everybody to, overlook Ogre? What's her name? Nadeska. And what? I was gonna say she she's the balance of the crew. But Joe said something really interesting in one of his podcasts, uh, kind of addressing the whole situation. And I can't, I I, I don't, it, I can't agree or disagree. But it just made me think. Oh, damn, that's interesting. And the way he addressed Nadeska, he said. She's basically, and I'm not. Don't quote me exactly, but basically, he made he made he said that she's um, like a complex plant. Mm. She works for she's works for the network. Got you. So she's the person that they put in there to kind of keep everything balanced and gotcha. this, that, and the third. So 
she's going to be good regardless. Gotcha. Whether they go this place. And, I, and I, what's funny is that I actually saw her hosting before all this shit. I saw her hosting another show that they have on Complex. Mm. Like, she does stuff internally through Complex. Gotcha. So she's, she's okay. But I do agree, like, a lot of people look past her because... For whatever reason, maybe uh, I'm not gonna say her. I don't even think her opinion's not strong. I don't think her opinion's not valid. It's just that when you got two strong personalities like that, you're not gonna win that battle. Yeah. You got Joe and you got Academic. You got two people that either people love or that or they hate, and they both kind of have their their, their voice have boisterous opinions. You're not gonna get into that, and especially if that's not your lane. Like yeah. for me, my lane is not. I'm not going to argue or debate you, Dan. I have my opinion, and I, I feel like I've I've been getting stronger with how I feel about certain things over the last year. Yeah. But you know me, dog. Like, when it comes to studio art, and I don't do none of that shit. I'll yeah. leave in a heartbeat because yeah. I don't I don't feel that I don't, I don't get off on that. There's only, like, two or three topics that I'll fucking argue you down with, and we can it's, – it's Tupac. Yeah. And maybe it's just some West Coast shit. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to that, like, yeah. we talking, like, like – Top three, top five. I can do that all day, but I'll still base it off of my opinion. Yeah. Like, my top three, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. My top three, and I'll probably change it within the next year, but top three all time is Pac, Quick, and Snoop. Don't argue me. I don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> I know, I know. It sounds crazy. I know. <laughs> I know, but that's my fucking opinion, and that's what it is. So when it comes to arguing... I don't do no type of studio debates and top five hip-hop greatest all time. I don't do none of that shit unless it's that, right? Yeah. But I know that that's the thing that I cater to. Other than that, I'm kind of cool. Like, it is what it is. So yeah. that's not her thing, then you can't really fault her for that. And that's just No, yeah, I is. agree. I just, I just, I know that certain, you definitely, when you're in an environment like that and you got strong personalities, it's going to be very hard to 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 get through. So I mean I don't know, and, and I, maybe that that maybe that was the intent. Like they probably needed somebody that wasn't gonna be because if you got three strong personalities, like if you think about it, like even the dynamic with the Breakfast Club, you got Charlemagne who has his his opinions and he's the 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 straight shooter. You got Angela who's gonna get all in your business. She, she provides that balance, um, you know that 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 woman balance. And you got uh, Envy, who's the anchor, like yeah. he's he's the and he's the DJ. Yeah. So everybody plays their role. Could you imagine three Charlemagnes on the Breakfast Club, <laughs> or could you imagine three DJs? Like the, you mean the Wendy Williams show? Yes, exactly. You're right. <laughs> That's part of why it didn't work out. I mean, I, it worked. It, it worked for it a while, worked, but ex for a while. How long? How long was he on the show? I don't remember. I remember it was like 2004, 2005 to 2000, maybe seven or eight. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember so four or how five long. years. It, it, it's bound, it's bound to, you's going, it's bound to pretty much divide at some point. So that's why I think that's why the Breakfast Club has a, a good balance in why they're doing their thing. But what do you think? What do you think Everyday Struggle is going to go from this? Because they've been bringing in guest hosts. They brought in. I don't know. Kids. I don't. <sighs> I just think I just know how that shit go. Like one, I mean, okay, I'm I'm going based on what I heard Joe say mm -hmm. after after he left, which was phenomenal too. If you haven't heard that podcast, I like the way he broke everything down. Yeah, he he broke he broke it all down. Mm -hmm. And um, the it depends on if what he's saying is accurate, then I agree with what he's saying mm -hmm. because if you're gonna give somebody like it's just like with us, if you're gonna give us a show and tell us to do us. Don't then try to implement with your your agenda after you told us to do us. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, based on his account, it's like 
you gave us this platform. This is what we're going to be doing. Once we already doing this, now you want to start, oh, well, we're doing takeovers or, oh, we got artist interviews on Fridays. Right, or, right. Oh, we doing this. It's like, bro, like. We didn't, I didn't sign up for that. Exactly. So I agree in that in that space, but I don't necessarily know. But I also know the corporate structure, too. So, like, and then that was a rude awakening for me just being even at iHeart, like, understanding corporate structure and how that shit work and do as I say, not as I do, and, like, all that kind of shit. Now, so, so being, being, and I know we can't or can't speak too much about it, but, like, think about that. Like, somebody that's from the outside that doesn't have the perspective that we have, right? Do you think that's a benefit or a disservice for somebody to come in and, quote, unquote, play the game, play the politics? A benefit or sir, to who? Me or or where I am? What do you mean? To to you. Let me just use you for an example. To, to you. Do you think that that benefit? Because somebody else, let's just say, or somebody, let's, I'm not going to even use you for an example. Somebody might come in and say or have an opinion about certain things. Get into the building, see how the the structures ran. Oh, that's not for me, and be out. Mm-hmm. I did that mm-hmm. before. I knew how that I knew how shit ran as far in terms of radio. I was like, oh shit, I was naive to a lot of shit. Yeah. Didn't realize certain things happened certain ways. I'm like, okay. I didn't realize, okay, boom. And ended up not working for a radio station because of that. I just like my my love got sucked out of it, right? Yeah. Whereas other people go in there, they say, okay, cool. I and which is kind of like my mind frame now. It's like, well, yeah, there wherever you go, there's gonna be structure or hierarchy in place or rules or whatever. How do you maneuver through that to benefit your situation and ultimately benefit the quote unquote culture, right? Yeah. I think for me, I can only speak on my my personal experience. What what it is for me is I I come you know where I come from. Mm-hmm. I'm come I'm come I came here straight out the streets. Right. So for me it was a rude awakening. Luckily I'm smart. If I wasn't smart and I was literally just a a, a buffoon, and like, people don't like people don't know that either. Like, you, fucking, I don't want to. I'm gonna admit it. Fuck it. DJ Head is an intelligent person, right? <laughs> so, and a lot of people take that for granted. They they don't know that. They yeah. think that you just be talking shit. But like, no, this nigga's really a nerd. Yeah. Just I, I forgot who the fuck I was talking to the other day, and they said DJ Head is like the coolest nerd that I know. <laughs> That's like no, no. He's like, and they they had the revelation too, like. Yo, no, he's really, he's really a nerd, but he's a cool nerd. And I'm like, you just now realize that shit? Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people may not get that from. I think, yeah, but so that's my, that's what I'm saying. Luckily, I have intellect on my side. If I didn't have that, I don't know where I would be or how this would work out for me. But I think coming in, you definitely don't know all that you probably should know. Mm-hmm. And so for somebody just walking in off the street into a corporate structure, for instance, hence a, a, a DJ head or a Joe Button, or like you learn things as you go. You learn on the fly and you adapt to them accordingly. But at the same time, it'll be it's gonna be a lot of shit that you're resistant to. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a lot of shit that it's gonna be growing pains. Yeah. So once you, it, it all depends. It's not what you go through, mm-hmm. and it's not what happens to you. It's how you deal with it. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters, and that's something I always tell people like. Fuck what happened to you. Like, fuck you got a flat tire or fuck you got shot at or fuck somebody stole your, you know, stole something from you. It's how you respond to that. That's that's what matters in the course of your life timeline. Right. Because your life timeline could take a a turn right. or it can keep on. It can keep going. So what I look at 
walking into a corporate structure and what somebody else should look at is if you walk into a corporate structure and a ball and you deal with a Harvey Weinstein situation, mm. right? And somebody's like, well, you could fuck and you could make, you know, get full time and benefits or you could work your way from the bottom. Now, at that moment, it's not what happens is how you deal with it. Mm -hmm. So do I do this or do I don't do that? I was explaining this shit yesterday to my cousin. It's like you, everything is a choice. So you can either choose to, quote unquote, play by the rules and fall in line or whatever, or you can choose to be the rebel. Either way, a decision has to be made. So it's all in the person and what they want. If you want your shit to continue as planned, then keep straight. But if you want to make a detour, it's like when a plane, it's like they know turbulence is ahead. Mm -hmm. Now, you can stay on course and try to make schedule, or you can make a delay and go around the turbulence. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now that, that sets off a domino effect in, in the, in the space-time continuum, not to get too deep. Got you. No, I get you. So if I keep straight, I'm going to go through the turbulence. Now, we might have engine failure. It's plane might go shit, down. Yeah. It's going to be some shit. It's right. going to be rough. Right, right. But you keep straight. And that's your decision. And that's your decision. You choose to make a detour. Are oh, we gonna go over here? We can go. We can go 120 miles out of the way. Now you made all your passengers on the plane late. Right. You missed connecting flights. The airline got to incur the cost for them riding standby. You see what I'm saying? You possibly save their lives. Exactly. But you make a decision. You make a decision. Gotcha. That so, no, that makes sense. So that's what I'm saying. Like the person walking in off the street. If anybody's listening to this and you dealing with a, some bullshit corporate structure, it's two choices. Mm -hmm. Push through. It's going to be fucked up. It's going to be rough. And the turbulence is going to clear up at the under, on the other end. It's never turbulent the whole flight. Right, right. That's some bullshit. If your flight is turbulent the whole time, you're on the wrong goddamn flight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if it is, like, just don't don't fly Southwest again. Or Spirit or <laughs> Spirit, whatever you yeah. want, yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? You got, yeah, exactly. Um, one thing uh, we definitely want to mention, uh, well, before we get to that, I want to salute top TDE yeah. for doing not only the fourth annual Christmas, uh, the the toy drive yeah. in the Nickerson Gardens, but them niggas, and you was there. I was there. They brought motherfucking Rihanna to, to the, the Nickerson motherfucking projects. Yes. What was that energy like, dog? Because I, I was there last year, and I, just, I saw how amazing that was, just the energy of the crowd, like people lined up because they opened... The doors around twelve. I mm -hmm. think no. people didn't perform until like. Well, I mean, you had performers like two or three, two or three o'clock. But you had two hours of obviously a DJ rocking and then the performances. And so I saw that last year and how amazing that was. This year, how was it? They taking the shit to the next level. I ain't gonna lie. Like what Top is doing, I said. I said. I told him. I, I, for the people who listen who don't know, Top is Top is. The CEO, uh, if you, if you come on, you they know Top Dog Entertainment, the, yeah. exactly. Connect the dots. I told Top, I was like, bro, I said you a fucking legend for this. Like he really, they okay. So I go, let me tell you, let me tell you backstory behind the scenes. So I'm in the rec and they, 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 the staging area is where all artists and all that stuff come right. is in the recreational center. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the rec center, and I'm in there with our producer Lupe, mm -hmm. and, and Lupe is going to use the restroom. And Rhett One, who works for Top Dog, shout out to Rhett. Out to Rhett. He's like, hey, I need this area clear. I'm like, what's up? He's like, bro, I got Rihanna coming through. Please, they tripping. I got to have this whole shit clear. I got to have you. I got to ask you to step out. I'm like, all right, for sure. So I'm stepping out. And as, as I'm stepping out, they're bringing fucking Rihanna into the fucking rec center. Wow. And Rihanna's in all white, looking crazy, like just amazing. 
And I'm just like, bro, Rihanna is really in yeah. Watts in the Nickerson Garden Projects in the rec center. They was in there cleaning a stall out for her to use the restroom. Get the fuck out of here. And she now for everybody listening, if you go to the if you if well, don't not if you go. If you from the Nickerson Gardens, <laughs> I'll just go there. Yeah, yeah. If you from if you from Watts and you, you, and you, wait and you fuck year. with somebody over there yeah. and you go in the rec center and go into the women's bathroom and go to the all the way, all the way to the end. At the end of the stall in the rec in the rec center, this is a this is a, a community funded rec center, right? State funded, and you go all the way to the end in the ladies' restroom and bank a left. That's the stall that fucking Rihanna used. <laughs> you gonna have people listening to this going in there thinking that she dropped some. Bro, Rihanna some fucking shit. used the stall in the rec center in in the Nickerson Garden projects. That's what had me fucked up. It wasn't like it wasn't the fact that oh Rihanna's here, oh right. look at the ass. Right, right. It was like no. She just took a piss or shit in the Nickerson Garden's bathroom. Yes. In the rec center. Yes. Get the fuck out. Yes. Of she dropped it off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? West Coast. <laughs> Yo. I wonder if so no, uh, but they cleared it out, so nobody was in there. Nobody was in there, <sighs> so they cleared the, they cleared the whole building out, Damn. and she and Rihanna Started. used in the women's bathroom in the rec center in the Nickerson Gardens Community Center. Rihanna used the last stall on the left, all the way a, in the back. A historic landmark, now. bruh. Come Not on, dog. Now, that. I, yeah, I don't want to get too far too far into that. But anyway, going back to what <laughs> I just had to tell yeah, that story because no, no, nobody knows that nah, story. Nah, that's, that's some epic shit. And so yeah, so anyway. Um, so yeah, I was out there, and what was dope about it was E40 show hella love, yeah. hella love. E40 came out last year it was Big Sean and uh, I think Ty Ty Dolla Sign. For real? Yeah, last year. Last year I think Ty Dolla Sign and Big Sean showed up and performed. Oh okay. And then so um, this year they brought E40 and Rihanna, and it was just dope to see like it's just all those people. It ain't never no problems. Right. And I, I do want to put this out there too. Um, the city of LA can congregate. Absolutely. But no, like, I hate that the that stigma that we can't do concerts in LA. Right. We can't invest in, in rap shows in LA. This is in the hood. The hood. This is literally in the middle of right. the projects. Right. They, they do this free concert and people from everywhere come. And from what I remember, even from last year, what I what I liked about it is that they employed so many of pe so many of the people from that community. Yeah. Like you had sec security guards that actually lived yeah. in the project. Yeah, you know they still saying? lived there. Yeah. Still lived there. People that were securing the name, making sure everything was good. So if there was some bullshit that, that went on, they were able to step in immediately yeah. and stop whatever was going on to make, you know, for the greater good of the event. Four years running, no bullshit, Dope, not one incident. The police is out there. It's yeah. all good. They not tripping. They not pulling people over. They not stopping us for jaywalking. Right, right. Like, it's like, come on, do now, your thing. I'll tell you one thing, parking is fucked. Parking is fucked just, up. Yeah, just I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, but but here's the thing. That's the thing about this this event. It's so dope to me that the community really embraces it. Absolutely. At, from my knowledge. Yeah. I don't know the back end. Right, right, right. I don't know if there's some other shit going on, but as a, as a patron and as a, as a concert goer and as a fan, if you show up, you're good. Yeah. Show up with a toy. You make your donation. You get in. You see a free fucking TDE show. SZA, right. Kendrick, Q, J-Rock, J -Rock, Soul, Ali, everybody's out there. What what I to kind of piggyback off of the parking being fucked. The one thing that I do want to say because I remember last year I I had to block somebody's driveway, right? <laughs> you didn't have to. I, no, I had to because I mean there was not, nowhere else to really park. But the city didn't tow my shit. They didn't tow you. They didn't tow my shit. And I think because the people in their neighbor, as I was, because I was, I remember walking 
up with the toy and people are, oh you going to the oh okay you going that's that's dope you dropping off toys and shit so like the community understands how big of a deal it is yeah and for that one day i feel like they give a pass oh yeah for saying? sure so and i think that um i think this time they they, they got somewhere upward of five thousand toys wow dude that's amazing that's so amazing. shout out to top and shout out to the whole tde squad what they do what they do over there is is fucking amazing and this year i think uh ktla covered it oh, and dope. i think it's only gonna get bigger every year i yeah. shout out to ktla they were the only news from what i could see mm -hmm. they were the only news outlet there a major news outlet out there really on the ground covering that shit and i think it needs to be way more than that because what they do every year is special nobody's doing that nowhere in the country right right shout out to man shout out to top man shout out to the whole tde squad for doing that for not only the community but for hip-hop and for the kids man so shout out to them on that um <clears throat> one thing that i do i do want to touch on um as as an amazing year as it was or is closing out. One thing that I'm not gonna lie fucked me up was the passing of our homeboy uh, Combat Jack. Reggio say. Reggio say, man. Hey man, so real quick, um, the first time I ever went to New York, uh, well, no, not the first time I ever went to New York. The last time I went, one of the last times I went to New York, and I got a chance to really sit down and chop it up with with Reggio say, aka Combat Jack. Um, it was just all love. Mm -hmm. Like, I went out there. I'm on some L.A. shit. Yeah. I'm L.A.'d out. I got the Chucks on. I got the Laker hat on. I'm yeah. rocking the villains. Like, I'm just L.A.'d out. Borderline disrespectful. Kind of disrespectful, right. yeah. Gotcha. Walking through Harlem, all that. I'm in Brooklyn. You can't say it's, it's Harlem. Harlem. Yeah, you Walking Harlem. through Harlem. You, say, in my you saying it like a Cali nigga. Harlem. I'm walking. Hey, whatever. I'm from L.A. It's Harlem. I'm from L.A. Keep it going. So... Um, anyway, we take the train and we go up to Tribeca and we meet we meet up with uh with Combat Jack and A King, Chris Morrow, the whole family. And so we up there chopping it up with them and I'm talking, but when you talk about welcoming with open arms, mm. like Reggie was like Oh man, come on in, son. You good? Like, you know, y'all want, you know, y'all brought food, y'all here go, you want some drink? Like it was all love. Yeah. Even when I noticed um who was a shout out to my homie Taxstone. Tax was there recording his show for uh, the uh, Tax Season podcast. Right, right. And Tax came, uh, um, Reggie. This earlier in the year, right? Or was it last year? This was last year. Oh, okay. Got Reggie, it. Reggie, Combat Jack is about to have David Banner on his show. Okay. And this, so if you go back and listen to this, this happened during whenever they had David Banner on the show, um, on the Combat Jack show. So they're waiting in the lobby for Tax to finish. Tax comes out, immediately sees David Banner, and presses him. Like, yo, follow me right now. Unblock me. Because apparently David Banner oh, had blocked Tax shit. Tone. Damn. Had block, he blocked Tax on, on Instagram or whatever. So Tax see, sees David Banner in B-Lines, immediately goes over there. It's like, yo, you need to unblock me right now. You know, Not Tax. Not even like, why are you unblocking me? Just, you need to unblock You me. need to unblock me wow. right now. Tax don't give no fucks. Wow. He's petty, all pressing that. So, so he's pressing David Banner, and Reggie's sitting there like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Right. Like, he don't even understand. He don't know. You know what I'm saying? He don't know. And so, anyway, long story short, Reggie just, in his energy, kind of like de-escalates the whole situation. It was all love. It ended up being cool. Everybody, um, you know, taxes having some say They drinking some Hennessy. Like, yeah. it ended up being, like, a real cool environment. And I was like, damn, that's crazy how one person's energy can just 
illuminate and cover the whole yeah. situation to where and, and that's the type of dude he was it's, it, from the first time I met him even until him coming to LA like um, Reggie would come out here and he would hit us up like oh I'm, I'm over here we pull up and fuck with him and he would all like he would hit me on the text and be like yo hey I want to move to LA I'm serious like I'm trying to move to LA like point me in the right direction so I end up start looking for places for him to move you know in the valley and whatnot and he's like yo I'm serious yo, I just got two more things I got to handle and I'm and I want to move to LA and it was like damn that's crazy that we I remember just having those conversations with him and then it's like he announced he had uh, colon cancer. Yeah. And then, what, eight months later or something, he's gone. I don't even think it was that. Six months. It wasn't even that. It wasn't even six it, months? Well, it's not. Well, it, hasn't been, it hasn't been that long. I mean, we could probably look up the dates. But my whole thing is, like, that. that's what fucked me up, how sudden all yeah. this shit was. And I remember listening to when they were on PNC Radio. I remember Damn. listening to the Combat Jack show when we were doing a, This is how it used to be. When we would finish Homegrown... Or, like, the days, we, you know, how when we were in an apartment, yeah. we would get ready. Like, people didn't know when I had my old job, I would get all, I was, I requested to get off early on Thursdays. Yeah. Right? So I can prep for homegrown ready on Thursdays at the crib. So I would get home, like, 2 or 3 o'clock, and in the, the course of me prepping, I would listen to music, listen to interviews, yeah. and I would check the Combat Jack show. Damn. When it was on PNC, when they were doing kind of similar to what we were doing, they had the full-on stream. Yeah. Like three, four hours with music. Ben Amin was DJing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Premium Pete was on there, Dallas Penn, yep. and uh, Just Blaze. And I just remember how that energy felt reminiscent of what we were doing. And I'm yeah. just like... Damn, okay, this is dope. They got their thing. They doing their shit. And to see them transcend from that into creating this podcast network at a time where we we had a few episodes as far as podcasts on iTunes prior to that, but we wasn't up on that shit. Like we were so, especially I can I can attest, I was the one that was like fighting for keeping it the mixed show route yeah. and doing it that way. But to see how they took the show from what it was to what it is. And the impact that they had on the culture from, you know, fast forward from there to having an interview with J. Cole. like, And, you know, J. Cole doesn't do interviews. So yeah. to have that interview with J. Cole um, and, and and that obviously the infamous one with, with um, Dame Dash and yeah. just so many moments, memorable moments, I listened as a fan. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So fast forward to earlier this year when, you know, obviously you made that connection when, you know, a year and some change ago. In the course of you guys, I remember being in the car and that motherfucker hitting you up. Yeah. Like, yo, hey, what's up? You know, coming to L.A. or whatever. And, you know, have you having conversations with tax. And I'm sitting in the car, like, in the passenger seat, like, yo, I'm a fan of these. Yeah, I, right. I, I'm, I'm a fan of what they do for the culture. Right. To see you guys communicate and then for him to come on our show. Yeah. And do it. Come to L.A. Literally come to the studios here at, at iHeart. And us do that episode, and it's probably one of the only episodes that we didn't even get on camera on because camera. of the circumstances. It was like super late at night, but they came and fucked with us at two in the morning two in the here morning. in LA. And like you said, that that energy, open arms, like, and he didn't know me from a can of paint. Yeah. But to walk in and and let me rewind, because I did, I met him at um A3C. Him and Premium Pete, I met him like in 2013, 2014. And this is one thing that always stood out about our, our interaction that time. Because they had, it was some event going on. And obviously he was talking to a lot of different people. So I just went up to him, hey man, just, bro, just wanted, hey, 
I'm a fan of, of, of the work that you do. Congratulations on just the success and the come up. I've been listening from PNC Radio Days. Just do your thing. I was going to push y'all to the side. He's like, yo, hey, you know who this is? He's talking to Premium Pete. He's like, hey, do you know who this is? And I'm like, yeah, that's Premium Pete. Like, and, and the reason why that made that stood out to me is because with the Combat Jack show, obviously it's named Combat Jack show, and people puts put focus on Reggie Osei because he's the anchor of the yeah, show. Yeah, he's Combat Jack. He's Combat Jack. But for him to pass it to his homeboy and say, yo, do you know? Who, but yeah, but do you know who that is? I'm like, yeah, of course, that's Premium Pete. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, so let me get a flick. I got a flick with both of them. I put it on my Instagram. But he passed the buck to the homie, and that kind of shows the type of person that he is. Like, yeah, yeah I'm getting all this attention. Yes, Complex. Yes, we got all this shit going on. But the cast, you know, the people that that make me great, too. Mm-hmm. He made it He made it very important. Uh, you know, at that moment, yo, yo, check out the homie. You know what I'm saying? We all got our shit going on. Then, again, fast forward to him coming up to the station he had a fucking great ass time that night. Just with you in the mix, he was Instagram. It just yeah. had a great fucking time, and and I will always hold that memory dear because even after the fact, you know, just corresponding through text. Yo, Chuck, you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Everything good? Yeah, man. Hey, man. Thank thank you for the hospitality. Like that type of shit. Like thank you for coming through. Yeah, like, that's yeah, how I'm I felt. a fan. And for him to just just stay in contact. Even into those last moments, man. It was, and the re- like I said, the reason why it fucked me up was because it was so sudden. Like hearing news, I think we automatically assume like, yo, he's gonna power. He's gonna push through this. He's gonna push through this. I knew that shit wasn't nothing. I was like, oh, he gonna get. He gonna push through that shit easy. And and his energy felt that way too. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you know, it's a setback, but it's gonna be a setup for something greater. And I just think that the world lost. You know, a great man. I'm not going to even confine it just to hip-hop. The world lost a great individual, man. So my prayers go out to his family first and foremost that have to deal with this situation, obviously, right before the holidays, right before the new year. It's I know it's not an easy situation. Secondly, you know, the whole loudspeakers network, because I know at this time that's not an easy thing to deal Hell with. And no. I know that they're going to push forward and, and represent for him. Shouts out to A-King. Shouts out to the whole the whole crew. Yeah. I know they're going to carry his name and his honor the right way. But at the same time, I know it's not an easy task to hold. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, man, I'm going to really, really miss that dude. And just to show that. The one interact, like literally the two interactions that I've had with them, you know, it made it feel like I knew this nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and so I just, I'm grateful that we had that interaction, grateful for the relationship. And, you know, damn, it's just, it's just an unfortunate that shit situation. Took, that shit took him fast. Yeah. It was like, damn, I didn't, I mean, you realize the severity of cancer, but not until it's up in your face. Yeah. To the, I mean, like we go to the marches. You see right. all the fundraisers. You see all the you. You'll retweet some shit. Yeah. You'll repost somebody GoFundMe. You'll regram shit. The fuck but, cancer hashtag. Yeah, all, all that type yeah. of shit. But yeah. then until that shit is like right up on you, yeah. you be like, oh shit. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a slap in the face. Um, for just for a couple of reasons too. Just not only because of the relationship, but it really goes to show like, yo, you got one fucking life. You don't know when it's going to be your time. Man. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? So if that's anything, and we we say it's cliche, one life, you know, go hard, but really let that shit set in. And for me, it took, it took, it took me down for a few days. I'm just like, damn, like, 
it took my energy. I'm not going to even lie. Yeah. Um, but in that, in that time of like reflection, it was more or less like, okay, you know, it's, it's, it's time to really set up like the word legacy for 2018 for me is like really the shit that I'm pushing for. Like, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, especially that information and then me finding out I'm having a baby, man. I mean, and, and now even as of recently, it's going to be a baby boy. So, like, that legacy Man. shit is really playing in my head right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm really thinking, you know, long term. Uh, not that I hadn't been thinking of that before, but it's just you get that that quick reminder with shit like this. So, you know, with, 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 with that sadness comes joy when you have to think about certain things like this because, you know, right now his memory is living on for sure. And 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 he's made an, he's made a profound impact, not just in my life, but you know, in the lives of others, man. So that's that's how I kind of want to start off the 2018 energy, ending off the twenty seventeen energy, going into twenty eighteen as to yo, what what impact we trying to make, man? What what we doing? You know hey, what I'm so yeah, I mean, we could are we? Yeah, we got. What you mean? No, I'm saying we can shit. We can close on. Yeah, no, yeah, we 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 can close on that because um, it ain't really nothing that that's gonna top yeah, the combat jack uh, conversation. And I was looking up his thing because I didn't want to fuck it up. Oh yeah, we got we. It's only right we end on it, right? Yeah, I, I didn't want to fuck it up. I didn't or wanna... you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? We gonna we gonna do it like this. I want you to say it right just for a backup, but I'm gonna splice in when he yeah. doing all that shit. So I want you to say it. Mm-hmm. How about this? If you hear Head doing it right now, we couldn't find the audio, right? But if not, we're going to no, go into it. No, we can. I mean, just play. You can play mine, then play his. There you whatever. go. Boom. So we'll keep them both. But uh, he always, Combat Jack, Reggie Osei would always end his show the same way, right? And he would say um, this phrase. And I ain't going to lie, the first time I heard him say it, get it, I didn't get it. Yep. That shit went clean over my head. I'm like, well, what the fuck is he talking about? And then when you sit and think about it, though, it, it kind of makes sense like a motherfucker. I don't know where he got it from or where what the origin of it is. I don't know the backstory, none of that. But this is how Combat Jack would always end his show. This is how we're going into today, too. He says, Internets. Internets. You know what it is. Dream you those dreams. dreams. And that man up. Man up. Woman up and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white, and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Internet, internet, internet. It blizzles here. We say, How Yo, thank y'all so much, man. I, I really, I really fucks with y'all, man. I got, I got a lot of love for y'all, man, and, and 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 I'm just like I said, humbled and honored that that y'all. You know, give us so much love and support, man. Thank it's gonna, you. It's going to keep going, man. Yes, sir. Anytime you're in L.A., you know you got a, a home at home. Grown. Yes, sir. Right, home I'm grown. trying to make this a home at home. Let's do it. <laughs>